Holy fucking shit, it's time for my favorite podcast. White pill, pink pill, white pill, pink pill, white pill, pink pill. Hello, and welcome back to the White Pill, Pink Pill, podcast. And we got a lot of, we got a lot of new listeners out there. Yeah, guys, um, welcome back or welcome to the pod. I'm Madeline. And I'm Isabel. And how was your week, Isabel? It's been good. I, I did not have any close calls this week. That is absolutely wonderful. So far, actually. Yeah, in any way. That's great. Yeah, it's um, been a pretty calm week for me. Nothing super crazy or out of the ordinary. It's been pretty plain. How was yours? <laughs> Why'd you have to lead up like that? <laughs> was, it's been mine's been uh, the most normal week of my life. So I had to take the break. and nothing out of the ordinary in my week has nothing's gone awry. Everything's been wonderful. I got roofied. No, <laughs> you can't just say it like that. Hey, 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 this context. I didn't just get roofied. I got a great friendship out of it. No, no. So what happened was, and with a heavy censorship to protect everyone, because we love dachshunds here, but we don't love doxing. Yeah. Um, anyways, what happened was I was with some friends and they went inside a smoke shop. I did not have my ID. I stayed in the car. I do regularly take CBD to make everything less loud. <laughs> when my clothes feel too much, you know, when you have one of those little breaks, you feel the seams on your clothes. When, when you feel literally everything and like the and universe breathing inside tight. of you and you're just like, turn it off, take mm-hmm. CBD. So uh, my friend went to go get CBD. I did not go in with her. If I had, she wouldn't have gotten this kind. We were all in the car. One of my friends was really stressed and the other friend said, here, take the CBD. She fucking gobbled it. (laughs) Yeah. She just slammed But when you're told it's just CBD, you know. I mean, yeah. And then my other friend who had bought the CBD was like, uh, because I was like, wait, how many milligrams? Because she just ate the whole thing. And then she was like, it's 10. And I was like, look, for me, I have like 10 milligram gummies and I like just take little rat bites from them (laughs) just so I don't overdo it and get too tired or anything because obviously it'll make me sleepy. But Mm -hmm. that's when my friend was looking at the bag and she went, it's 10 milligrams and oh shit, it has THC. And I said, it what? I thought she said Delta 8, she said Delta 9. So while I was doing a Fast and Furious Google research about Delta 8, every source I found, every source I found said it was like, like basically half of a high it gives you it's so, so much worse than weed you're so loose like it makes no you sense feel it like gen- i genuinely not don't on remember. a different plane like oh, i woke up today and i felt so fucking hungover yeah like it literally no, felt like i got roofied. that shit's dangerous don't ever so, don't do that stuff i just cannot believe how easily accessible it is but anyways my friend who slammed it proceeds to be like <laughs> like trying to choke it back up and i'm like no 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 no, no. it's okay it's okay it's okay we're gonna be fine because i genuinely thought it was gonna be fine yeah so the friend who bought the cbd gummies um she ended up taking one because the person who did take one was like i'm not going through this shit alone and then i got peer pressured and i'm a really good friend so i took one as well yeah and i was like this is fine we're all just gonna be like very calm and chill no, we were fucking high as hell in the public place we were in that we could not get out of. <laughs> so we were just glazed Nightmare. as fuck, trying to live, trying not to interact with anyone. 
it was really hard. Um, I went home and I puked. Uh, I started feeling normal literally around like, I, keep in mind, we took it probably around like 930. I felt normal again at around 6 p.m. Holy shit. And it was because I worked out. Like I was feeling so out of it. I was like, I just need to do something to get rid of this. So I, I went on the treadmill and I was like, fuck, I feel like I feel a little better. And then, you know, ended up going to sleep and stuff. I wrote a bunch of notes for random school stuff, and I don't remember writing them. Dude. Bro, it was like, it's like a roofie. It was other Madeline. Yeah, I think I met myself from, like, a different dimension, like, we touched. Holy shit. But, um. Yeah, don't take Delta 8. That shit's not. I don't know if it was 8 or 9. It fucked Any of those, don't get that. That just reminds me of, like, the, like, what I was telling you back in the day, how they had Spice and uh k2 or 2k or whatever it was it was like the synthetic weed that was legal for a little while that you should have not have put in your body be careful out there guys because (sighs) i literally roofied myself you're gonna you're gonna go downhill if you think it was so fucking bad i'm like i could smoke and feel fine like in this situation but that no that was worse than any edible i've ever done that took the that took the shit out of me bro yeah that shit would hurt. That shit hurted. Um, and then we were all like, when we were leaving the place, like my friend was like, I was like, we can't stay. Like I have to go home now. Yeah. And then one of my friends was like, I'm just going to sit in my car. Oh my God. So she ended up just sitting in her car to like get home. Oh, and then yeah. she said on her way home, a cop was following her <gasps> the entire time. So she was really freaked out. She didn't get pulled over. She's fine. She was just being paranoid. But can you imagine how scary that would be? Yeah. You're like super fucked up. And there's a cop just traveling with you that's scary it was an accidental fuck up like shout out to my girls um i love you and i'm so happy we got that bonding experience um this trauma bonding don't yell at me for putting this on the pod um i censored everything so we're all saying i don't even know who you are yeah okay thank you um so we got a we got a loaded (laughs) episode for you guys but before we it's not gonna be as tasty as like um loaded potato skins or anything it's like it's a, gonna be loaded like with with shit it's a shit potato dude like but like with truffles on it you know what i mean but like, like we want to class it up before we get into like Shout the out. beef of the of this whatever of trauma getting trauma get in that's yeah, a good one i did not make that up someone oh, okay said it okay first. that's fine um we did so i forgot that our analytics don't show up on our the thing we're doing the podcast on yeah. through this app so i had i forgot i we're on apple podcasts we are so i had to log in there mm-hmm. and i found this lovely review on there yeah. uh, i'm not gonna say your name um we love I'll, you. I'll just call you c yeah um but they gave us a five-star review, and it's our first one on there. Mm. And they said, cute sister duo. And they said they would love to hear more commentary on internet drama as dumb as it is. It is dumb. It is really dumb. you know dumb. what? You need the dumb to – you need a little dumb in your life to absolutely thrive in the intellectual areas of your life. Every smart bitch I know <laughs> has, like, a stupid passion. Yeah. Like, we're all invested in video games or, like, let's watch stupid TV shows yeah. or, like, something that might be, like, facilitating the lessening of my IQ. But honestly, it's still stimulation and I get to think about it and I get to be involved, especially when it's internet drama. We all have an opinion and it's fun. It's like a little community. Yeah. But so thank you for your review. That was really sweet. It was a nice little surprise um, when I logged in so on there. Thank you so much. Um, and also, other guys... Please leave reviews. <laughs> if yeah, if you want to leave reviews, you or, feel so compelled. 
Um, we also have that Twitter now. It's at WPPP pod, I think. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bad, but it's and fun. We just talk to each other on there separately through the, our own Twitter timeline. Yeah. Who's so? It's awful. Yeah, it's just like a uh, stream of consciousness from both parties making absolutely stream of consciousness of a schizophrenic patient. Oh, shit. Uh, you know what I mean? So I guess we can get into the... Let's get into it. Oh, fuck. Okay. So as you guys know, Trisha... Uh, Trisha Paytas, uh, if you know you you've seen her somewhere. If you don't know her name, you've seen her in something. You've seen her somewhere on, on something. Sundoll for MJ. Um, Slate. so her and Colleen had a podcast with each other called Oversharing, right? Yeah, something like that. And so they're working with each other for a while, and not very long, I don't think, but. They stopped making content. Trisha went really quiet after all this stuff resurfaced with Colleen. And right after the statements and screenshots came out with all the timestamps of everything of Colleen sending Trisha Paytas's explicit images from her paywall site. So you... Yeah. Um, and throwing watch parties, and she sent memes, these to um, sending these to minors, minors, which is illegal. It's a it's a sex crime yeah. against children. She should be locked away. Where she be allowed to have? Does she live in California? I don't fucking know. Where I she don't lives. know. Wherever. So technically, the state can press charges. They don't need like the victims go ahead. The state can do that on their own for a sex crime against a child. Well, I think a lot of people have receipts, so good luck, Colleen. Um, so, but Trisha, finally, I think it was, was it Wednesday? I don't remember Tuesday? I don't was. know. Um, Trisha Paytas came out with her own video after it involved her. Um, Which is... It's, you know, whatever. She kept saying in the video, though, that she um, was waiting for, I guess, her time to talk about it or like time when she had definitive proof or whatever and that was her proof i guess that colleen was sending trisha's nudes to children to make fun of her Mm -hmm. um that's hard to that hurt yeah a lot and it does kind of bother me um that trish has this like long-standing pattern of behavior of what is it? She disengages and defriends people as soon as they slight her, but they could like murder someone and she'd be chill. Well, like, I but was... at the same time, it's not really like, even though it's public, it's not my business how she manages her friendships. And like, I don't really have a place to judge. I fully actually expected Trisha to not just ignore the whole thing. Yeah. And um, just continued working with. Colleen. I, for some reason, that's what I thought was going to happen because I feel like she would have done that before, like five years ago or some shit. I don't, I didn't see that coming. I just literally didn't know what the next move was. I was just like, okay, so the podcast is in purgatory and it sounds like they both are because none of our, I was just waiting for this basically. I I didn't think she was going to make a statement or a video. I fully expected her to let this shit just blow over completely. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but she put out a 21 minute video and it, uh, if you haven't watched it, it should be on her YouTube channel, but we have the transcripts here to go through like we did with the sing along song of Colleen's. Yeah. 
this was a little watching the video myself it was a little heartbreaking just seeing her mannerisms in the video because they do they looked genuine no she's fucking hurt um and this is fucked up like the pauses and just like she looked very like empty like my like her like she looked drained and i feel like that's you could tell if someone's faking that for the most part but this looked and this felt yeah, pretty fucking shitty. She didn't even have a ukulele, so I don't even know if you can call. I don't an know. Apology video. Yeah, if there was no instrument. But it's so funny because Colleen didn't apologize. Well, yeah, she. But it's everybody's fault. Trisha literally apologized to everybody when she didn't have to. Yeah. But still, I think it's very sweet. I just think it's hilarious that, like, I don't think Adam McIntyre, and I think he said this verbatim. He was like, "Not in a million years did I think I'd get an apology from Trish." I know. Who, like, has him blocked because he's a drama channel. Um. Yeah. But and not from Colleen. Like Yeah. Um, so I guess uh the beginning of it, uh she just says, Okay, so this is a video that I really did not want to make. And I feel like the past few years I've really taken a step back from having to comment on everything, having to respond to everything said about me on the internet, because at the end of the day it just gets really exhausting. And then, of course, being in other people's business, even if I have strong opinions about it. Um, so for those who may not know Trisha, she was parts like she got into a lot of shit with a lot of other YouTubers and mm-hmm. stuff. She was a like prime drama real estate. Like she was always she had something to say about fucking everybody. And she was uncancelable because as I always she say, just doesn't stop. Like if you don't cancel yourself and walk away, you technically can't be canceled on the she internet. She would she would ignore everything people would try to come after her for. Yeah. And like unless and she you're never like cared banned. Like it doesn't yeah. matter. So like she just ignored the you know, cancellations every time, mm-hmm. which I guess is one way to do it. Just acting like nothing ever happened. Nobody's commenting shit on here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is like, it's been a hot minute, I guess, since what frenemies ended then. Unfortunately, it's, it's had to be like two years, dude. That's still a decent amount of time for her not to fucking get sh- into shit. No, she's been doing great. She had she a looks kid. like a wonderful mom. She got she married. She looks like a wonderful wife. Um, like literally, like their family. She's minded so her own fucking business, cute. from what I. She's just doing adult remember, honestly, and, like doing her own yeah. thing. And honestly, I salute you. Like, thank God, she's a different person. It uh. seems like she's like actually stable for once. And I, what else can we do but applaud and smile for her? Like that's fucking awesome. It's yeah. hard to do. Um, she goes on to say, "I really decided years ago that it was, it wasn't good for my mental health. I have a mental illness." I have a mental illness. I have a personality disorder, which is hard to regulate my emotions. I get triggered very easily. Um, I've learned to deal with triggers the past few years, and I feel like I've done a very good job managing and regulating emotional stability. So that right there, when I heard her say that, that seemed like a big growth for me because she's never once ever brought up anything about... Like, she always brings up her personality disorder or whatever but not the coping or the but she never part. brings up that she couldn't regulate emotions yeah so she's starting so the gears are starting to turn with her self-awareness and she's starting to understand fully why she would burst out and start freaking out on people yeah so i mean you can get like a little glimpse of that like when she was talking about this part um do you want me to continue yeah you can um and on top aside from all 
just, you know, being known as the person who's always in drama and just can't keep friendships, it's not a good look. I've worked really hard the past couple years to kind of stay in my own lane and not engage in anything online. Um, which is commonly referred to as drama, but I feel like this is beyond drama. I'm putting my own hurt feelings aside. And my hurt feelings are very hurt. Um, I've had like a sick to my stomach feeling for a while now, and today especially. Um, me and Colleen started a podcast this year, three episodes. Uh, we were always friendly before, I think. Um, it shocked a lot of people because like, oh, I didn't know they were close friends. Like that thing is, um, we weren't really close friends. We were friends. I considered us to be friendly. When I had my daughter, she reached out and I thought, oh, it's it's great to have a mom, have mom friends and, you know, um, friends, you know, who have kids. So, um, real quick. So they only have three episodes out of yeah. this podcast. Yeah, it's a baby podcast. Okay. I think everyone was like upset that Colleen came back from the dead. Okay. Because like, oh, now you're going to try to make more money off of something else. No, it's time for you to go back. Okay. To whence you came. Yeah. <laughs> uh, What is it? So I thought this podcast would be great because we always got along really great whenever we would see each other. Um, we've been doing videos together on and off maybe like once a year since 2018. And, um, and so I, you know, I just thought, well, this is a good podcast to get to know each other as a good, you know, like little thing for me to do because I haven't really done anything for the past couple of years. And I really enjoy being creative and producing stuff. And um, it was it was kind of fun to do costumes and stuff. I wasn't aware of these most recent things that are coming out. Everyone knows I have a very, very, very firm stance on talking to anyone underage, platonic or not. I've always been very, very firm with this that I think it's inappropriate. So with that, my God, my neck hurts. Hang on. Um, I didn't, didn't she do a video with Jojo, Jojo Siwa though, when she was young? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So, like, we're so, not trying to, like, chastise or even put her on, like, we're not doing one or the other. I'm just... I don't know how old JoJo was. During she was underage. Okay. But, um... Well, was remember it her she, video or was it someone else's video that she was featured in? Let me think. Because it could have been a Shane thing. I... It And then... I think uh, it was a really, Dubrick or a Shane thing. Like, then there's nothing she could have really done because you can't stop that train. I know, but she could have backed out of the... Video. I agree, but I mean, sometimes it's hard when you're pressured and it could mean your career is uh, Yeah, no, I get it. It's And it was a while ago, so. I'm happy she has these opinions now, and I yeah. hope she is staying true to them. I hope she's honest like about them. Yeah. Um, I can move this, too. I think it's inappropriate. Um, I've been known to talk about many occasions where someone is just 17 years old, and I don't feel comfortable with them, you know, being around them and hanging out with them. I remember one time there was a very popular YouTuber who was 17 and another YouTuber as oh, friends. Oh, that's JoJo, I think. Oh, uh, another YouTuber as friends of of mine wanted to bring into my apartment. And I said, absolutely not. Like, she just has to stay in the car. Like, I just, I have a lot of trauma when it comes to my relationships I had when I was underage. And mm -hmm. not always sexual. A lot of my trauma comes from school. Um, authorities at school, teachers at school uh, that I trusted. And sorry, this is like hard for me to make and I, I'm really trying and I, I don't, it's a very, very hard, hard, but like boundary, like it's, I know she rambles but like, like boundary, a like it's a very, it's one that I don't let up on with anybody. I think it's, I think it's weird to talk about multiple times. I think it's weird. So when all this came out, I was like shocked, you know, you know, the group chats and stuff. I was kind of shocked and it's such a difficult thing because going because going is someone that I quickly 
that I quickly, I don't know. She, it, and the, you just literally, (laughs) she was rambling, but in the past month that we did this podcast, like I was really like, I really, really like cared about and really like related to, I thought, well, you know, she told me she canceled, she was canceled here and there. And she kind of understood when people would come for her working with me, you know, because I had stuff in my past that's not, you know, not cool by today's standards. So real quick. Yeah. Um, with, um, when she was saying about Colleen being canceled, there was talk about her and Colleen, Trisha and Colleen did have conversations with each other. About how, like, of a liability Trisha is, basically. Well, that, and also, um, Trisha asked Colleen if, are these accusations true? Like, did this happen? Like, yeah. And Colleen was like, no, 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 no. Like, it's this context. Is all, like, this it's is all fabricated. It's like, all taken out of context. You don't understand. That's what she said about the whale comment, too. So um, Colleen was lying to Trisha and, like, manipulate Because that's just what she does. Um, Indeed. She's a narcissist. And she was getting people on her side to do her own, what she wanted to do. Yep. Um, and it's very sad that. Trisha felt comfortable. She was made to feel comfortable enough to kind of get sucked into it. Yeah. Um, we can continue with this next okay. one. I think everyone can take accountability and grow. Like, I really do think people can, like, change and change their ways and stuff like that. Um, If you can acknowledge it, her video came out, and I was just shocked, to say the least. Like, she didn't at least acknowledge the stuff that her own fans are saying, how they felt, you know, like, to kind of brush it over in the way she did and, you know, ultimately become the memes. And now it becomes somewhat lighthearted, even though it's not a lighthearted issue. I was I was shocked. And she sent me the link to her video, her apology video, and I didn't respond back to it because I was just shocked. So... I'm very impressed that she actually brought up the memes about the videos too, yeah. because that was something that I, when something super serious happens and people start memeing about it immediately, mm-hmm. it, I feel like it downplays a lot of it. Likely, but I do understand it's like a coping mechanism. Yeah. So it's like, it's, it's frustrating. But I do that, like just that piece that she decided to bring up though, her gears are turning a little bit quicker. Yeah. She's understanding how things work more than she did before and then also what the fuck colleen just sends her her apology video and like no apology what the to Trish. fuck does that just sends her sends your it's like not even an apology video it's, it's a it's a ukulele but video. like you just what you just you're like hey like n- no other text just my apology video it might be like uh, hey what'd you think about this like i would have left that shit on red so hard well it's like you already put it out, dumbass. Also, it has over a million dislikes now. You can see that on extensions. Slay. Um, but honestly, I'm not happy with that because it's still engagement. But um, I also she, don't know monetized. why she left it up. It's not monetized though, right? I don't think it is. I've been seeing like, I saw some people on Reddit saying it was, some people saying it wasn't. I don't, well, I didn't get ads on it. I wouldn't, I honestly. But I also don't know how to figure out if it was through a third party. Yeah. I didn't go that far into it because I don't give a shit about her that much. And if she wants to fucking monetize the the, the downslide of her career and yeah. the only shit she's ever going to have. Also, she just had one venue cancel her next Miranda Sings show. And that's the power of the masses, guys. Um, we think it's the that's venue right. that canceled it yeah. because it was still up on her website. So we think it, I think it was the actual venue that said, yeah. no, thank you. And then some of the tickets are like literally going at $3. Yep. 
It's so funny. Sucks to suck, bitch. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. And we'll be right back. Right back. Hello. Welcome back. Hi, guys. Welcome back. So we're going to continue yeah. with Trisha's manifesto. No. <laughs> so she, we, we're picking up here. I was shocked. Um, weeks prior to the apology video, I know we were staying in touch because, again, I know what it feels like to have the whole internet come down on you. Even if the whole internet is right, like, I'm someone, again, who struggles with mental health health issues, mental illness, and um, I know that can feel like, I know what that can feel like, and I know I don't want anyone to feel guilty or not to ever feel like um, they don't have a, someone to talk to that and that there's not a way out of the situation. So I kind of just stay in touch with her. But um, when I got involved with this, I got dragged into it rather. Um, it was a few weeks ago and uh, two boys both. Um, I believe was was 20 at the time and uh, one was 14 at the time. Both the 14-year-old alleged. Um, because I didn't speak on this because I didn't see it. I, I didn't speak on this because I didn't see anything. So you're she keeps saying that a lot though throughout this. Which like... Mm-hmm. I get from her perspective, like, you don't want to talk about anything if it just sounds like he said, she said kind of a thing, yeah. you know, or if she's never, she didn't encounter it firsthand. She didn't, sounds like she didn't really fucking know Colleen. Like, it looks like they first was, met in 2018 and then kind of like, an eh, thing. Trisha doesn't seem like she considers a lot of consequences before rolling into something. Yeah. It feels like she's kind of impulsive. Yeah. Impulsive yeah. people get things done. Just, eh. <sighs> Yeah. So it's hard um okay so she said and i'm not to say that i don't believe this person is just a very very if it, it is just a very very serious allegation it's very illegal so i was kind of waiting to see what would kind of come out of anything before i had to make this video and this statement um literally my accountant i don't know why she got a text from like a huffington post reporter asking for a statement about this and i'm like you know you know what just let me let me let me just put this out and i hate putting any energy into this but it's very very serious it's very serious and it's a topic i don't take lightly and i can't take lightly as i am a full-time sex worker and i don't think that's a secret it's not um it's not as advertised as once was but we already have a lot of um like stigmas misconceptions allegations against us as sex workers um and so i need to nip this in the bud that i do not condone at all sending unsolicited nudes to anyone of anybody sex worker or not i think using someone's news nudes as a way to hurt them to make fun of them or make light of them or just be mean is the lowest form of human the lowest form of intelligence i think that's so inhumane i think that's so disgusting for anyone last night the text um the text messages were shown and it's very clearly from colleen to a fan that has half over half a million views on twitter um so Going back to how she said, um, uh, Trisha says it's the lowest form of intelligence for someone to be making fun of, like, their nudes. And, like, I'm saying body. It's going to be making fun of someone's body because that's what you're doing. Yeah. Um, Call her a fucking whale. So on their podcast, I don't know what episode because I didn't watch the fucking podcast. I only saw glimpses of it online. There is a part distinctly where Colleen turns to Trisha, looks away from Trisha, not looking into the camera, but says something like, um, she doesn't believe in making fun of anybody's body. Yep. Everybody is beautiful in that. their own skin. 
And but she wasn't looking at Trisha. Mm. She wasn't looking at the camera. She was looking like past everything. What because you trying to avoid, baby. She's, she's lying. Because she's manipulating. And for some reason, I guess her brain couldn't fucking fake it that long enough. She's a good liar, too. Well, I guess oh. you gotta be to wanna to commit to a bit this little to deal with kids like that. Yeah, That's right? fucking you gotta convince them, the parents, that you're just a funny little Did you know adults bought tickets to the Miranda Singh show? For what? They thought it was an adult like comedy show. It kinda is. But then they were confused when they showed up and saw all of the children yeah, sitting in the PG, seeds dude. and that because the, the whole like theater and shit is full of children. Mm-hmm. But it's like, who the fuck, what adult's going to think that this lady up there that's being, that's like essentially mocking a disabled person on yeah. stage. Like, what is it? Like Jeff Dunham kind of shit? Like, I don't think so. Like, I'm a spicy jalapeno. Oh my God. Like... Oh, okay. What is it? So Trish says, I'm not embarrassed um, by that. I'm embarrassed for her. I try to take myself out of these equations when I'm feeling triggered. And if I were to look at it, if I were to look at it as it happened to someone else, I wouldn't, I would be humiliated for the person. The photos, I'd be humiliated for the person who sent them. Although it can be humiliating for the person in the photos as well. And it somewhat is embarrassing. I get made fun of all the time for my body, my nudes, even under this person's posts. Well, I'm thankful um, he posted them so I could see that it, this is real. It's yeah. hearing all that horrible stuff underneath the photo, like about my body just being messed up or disgusting. And it's a lot. Yes, like I'm a sex worker. And yes, I chose this job. And yes, I make money from doing it. Um, but it just never feels good to have someone just like really make fun of your naked body. It's just a really vulnerable thing. And, um, it's, it is, a, it's a little embarrassing if I'm being honest, but I'm more embarrassed for her. Go ahead. You're, oh. you're fine. Just... I'm more embarrassed for her, um, that this is the kind of person she is. Like, I'm just so embarrassed. Um, so these, um, were these nudes and stuff, they were behind a paywall. So, um, the, the kids couldn't have gotten to them otherwise. I don't know if Trisha was posting them on Twitter at the time, too. But I do know for a fact these nudes were from a website Trisha put together. And um, you have to access these photos if you pay for the subscription. So oh. that means one of these adults in Colleen's community mm-hmm. had to have paid for Trisha's um, subscription plan. And I think... Colleen sent a message, I think it was Colleen, saying that, oh, I subscribed, LOL, ha, 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 to mm, Trisha's, like, only hand. Trish or something or whatever. She called it something. It was a, it was just a website before OnlyFans, I think, started going. And so they had to pay to see these things. And so, and also, like, I think you have to put in, like, a lot of, like, you have to put in credentials to show that you are 18 on a lot of these websites, I, I think. I assume, because that's serious business. I think you do. So I don't think the children would have been able to access these unless an adult was buying the subscription for them. And in this case, technically, you could say that's Colleen since she was sending them the content from this paywalled website. Yeah. But so she said sending these to fans unsolicited, the context of which she was sending these. I, I don't get the purpose. I don't know if this is an inside joke. I'm missing out on this. 
Um, Adam McIntyre said this is not an inside joke and it is unprompted. Like they would be talking about something completely different and then Colleen would just send one of these nudes. I saw those pictures. Yeah. Like um, somebody congratulated her on, uh, oh, congratulations on, I think something getting married or maybe the babies yeah. that she had. And then she sent a Trisha nude as a response. response. And the person just was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And I'm like, you, you that's not normal. <laughs> they were saying hi. Yeah, like, so happy for you. Congrats. And then nude. Like, nobody asked for that, you freak. Like, the fans said, hey, congratulations on becoming parents. Yep. Mm -hmm. From which a month later, she just responds with a nude of me and says, you look so pretty in this. Yeah. Mm. And these weren't a long time ago. This is someone well into their 30s, just gave birth, sending nudes. And I am, a month prior, I was in her house meeting her child and meeting her newborn and doing a mukbang with her in these texts and there's also friends of hers they were showing the viewing parties that we were talked about so just they knew each other and they were talking with each other while they were she was still doing this shit mm -hmm. oh i'd fucking i'd freak the fuck out they just somebody. made fun of me they did viewing parties of my adult content to make fun of me and there's a friend of hers who i actually met as well back in 2018 with his face posing next to explicit images of me and um there was a video of it and it's a lot it's a lot and it wasn't just one occasion there. Um, it wasn't just one occasion. There was multiple times that she sent just different photos in different positions of me. I did ask her about these a couple weeks ago before there was proof, so to speak. Right? And she assured me that she had never sent photos of me and that this one fan who was underage at the time would send photos to her. She's like, no, he was a fan. He sent photos to me and he was obsessed with you. So from what I saw on these screenshots... The children were not the ones sending these. No. I only saw it come from Colleen's side. Yeah. Of this of the chat. I wouldn't even say that the kids would probably do that. They're busy doing other things. They're fucking busy being kids and going to school. I know. <laughs> like I fucking Which is more of a job than she's ever had, but okay. Um and he would just send me and once in a while and I'd respond to him and be like, Hey, okay, that's what she told me a couple times a, a couple weeks ago. There's a clip of her saying she saw a whale squirt and she wasn't talking about Trisha Paytas. I sent her that as well. And she said, everything's taken out of context. Like, these are lies. And being as I was like her friend and I knew her as a person, I was trusting her, I guess. Um, <laughs> because I mean, overall, who do you trust? Like this person you know in real life or people you don't know anything about? I guess that's why there's that whole innocent until proven guilty thing. So, so there was like two options there for her to say like, yeah, that was a while ago. I was a hater. Like, I mean, I'm the first to say, like, I've definitely been a hater in the past. I've been miserable in my own life and I've been going through in my own life and in the past. I was miserable and I hated on people for sure. Not people that I would like go to and be like at their house and do like a whole podcast with, but sure, I can understand people, you know, gossiping or making fun of people. Um, side note, there was a video and like photos of Trisha's baby meeting Colleen's babies. Bro. Like that's how tight Colleen made it seem like it meeting babies meeting each other. That's a very big, big deal. thing. Like for kids to just, you don't, if you're a mother, you don't you, willy nilly, you wouldn't just go meet up with somebody and have them over your house and bring their children. Like yeah. that's, that's a thing no, that takes some time thing. for trust. Yeah. Like, or she just doesn't care about her kids. It's just, I just don't understand how you can be so two faced. Yeah. Okay. She says, I don't understand the making, Oh, shit. 
Let me yeah, see. lost. A little bit. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I don't understand the making fun of bodies. That's weird. It's weird. I don't I, I don't get those texts at all. Like I look at those and I'm like so confused. Okay, I'm the joke. My naked body's a joke, I guess, okay? I I don't know. It's very, it's very odd. But I kind of gave her out because I was like, hey, look, you know we've talked you've talked crap about me. That's fine. We um when we weren't that close back then, I guess. Like you know, whatever. And she vehemently denied, like, no, I would never send pictures of you. Like, um, the underage fan would send me pictures of you. Um, not saying that they were nudes or not. The text came out last night and my heart started racing and it was, I was triggered. I haven't been triggered in a while. I was triggered. My heart was racing my stomach. I was sick to my stomach. And I just, I don't know, I guess seeing stuff like that, that's probably the worst I've ever seen from someone that I've like considered a friend like that's pretty barbaric it's pretty misogynistic and it's downright cruel it's it's just such a low level of a person to say that stuff and again this isn't years ago this is you know someone well into their 30s it's not a child it's not a kid as of now and um as of recording this is this it's it's the text came out and the minor fan who is now an adult had said that those same pictures were sent to him. This is all alleged as I haven't seen anything. So I just don't want to put this out ahead of anything. I know there's every day something coming out and seeing that that text from the Huffington post, I'm like, okay, let me just get ahead of this. I am so sorry to that person. If this is true, I am so sorry. I know firsthand how traumatizing that can be. I had nothing to do with this. I just do not condone it. And I think it is the most disgusting thing and above all else, illegal. And to think that the person she sent, who I was think like 20 at the time, maybe 21, I still think that's disgusting. A grown woman in her 30s doing this to someone who is in their house, like they've been around their family, like, you know, some issues, it's a sickness. And I don't think this is jumping on a hate bandwagon. This is like, hey, maybe she doesn't get what I did. And like, maybe she didn't get what I did was wrong. And you know, maybe what I had to do, like, it's okay. We need to keep talking about this because this is really wrong. This is gross. And it's also unsolicited nudes. They weren't asking for. I, I don't, again, know if this is like an inside joke. She said they're taken out of context. I don't know what the viewing parties or your friend posing next to them are like. I just... I, I just had to make this video to say I don't stand between Colleen Ballinger whatsoever, and her video was not an apology. So there's nothing to take out of context. She's sending nudes to kids that were your nudes, unfortunately. Yeah. So there's there doesn't even have to be a fucking context. Just do not send pornography to children. Mm-hmm. She says, it took away from the severity of her actions of talking to minors, bringing minors on stage at her show, these people are speaking up and they're uncomfortable for a reason. Acknowledge it, change it, do better. But being told she never sent these photos and these actually do exist, these text messages, I feel like super disrespected and at least to be honest about it. Like show some accountability to show like, yeah, that was stupid. That was immature or whatever, but I don't stand by her. I'm embarrassed to be associated with her. I'm embarrassed for the fans that she managed to message um that should have never really happened and again this really hurts 
Um, it really hurts sex workers as a whole. This is out there and it looks like we're some deviants because this is used in this way. It's disgusting. Yes, I'm a sex worker, but a lot of those images and videos were behind a paywall. One that requires someone to be 18 mm -hmm. and over. And that's it. That is my statement on it. And I'm not going to speak on this again. I will never speak on Colleen again. She just does not exist to me anymore. And this is not me canceling her. Um, she'll always be around. She'll always, I'm sure she'll be fine. Just, I'm publicly disavowing any association I have with her. Uh, Slow clap. Uh, we ran through that. Yeah. Um, there was, I'm trying to think. There was one other thing. Oh, we wanted to talk to about some of her other allegations that were circulating. Yeah. So Miranda, it, so there was like a mix up, allegedly. I wouldn't put a pastor. I am happy though that Trisha put her fucking foot down at the end of that video and literally said, I am disavowing any association right? I have. That is probably the strongest take I've ever heard Trisha Paytas say. True. At all. Usually she's so wishy-washy with shit. Mm -hmm. This, she put her foot down. And another thing I would like to mention about all this is that in her apology video, Colleen, she says that her stuff, like her YouTube content isn't on YouTube Kids. But you know what is on a kid's channel? Haters back off. The Miranda is Sings on movie Netflix or kids. Show. Yeah. And most of the comments and reviews on that are absolutely like, I'm so fucking happy I watched this. So I cannot let my kid watch this. How is this like PG 13? Like, how is it? Because it's PG on Netflix, I think. Yeah. But like, so the it's fact gross, that dude. I don't know if you've seen it any was, clips. It, it's bad. So the Miranda sings the haters back off that is located in the children's section of Netflix. Yeah. And um, most of these kids are going to see this goofy thing on Netflix on the kids section because yep. you can make a kid's account. And so they will make that kid's account and the kids will watch their shit on that. And when they find the video, guess what? They're going to maybe get a hold of their little kitty iPad mm -hmm. and look up Miranda sings. They're going to, it just, it, like, she knew what the fuck she was doing because she knew that kids or maybe the parent was like, wow, my kid's such a huge fan of this character. Let's see, like, if they have anything else online. And yeah. then they find a whole beautiful channel full of content for their, keep their babies busy. And it is a fucking kid-oriented thing, goddammit. Like, how else... You know, like there's no way around that. Yeah. You made a child. You knew what the fuck you were doing because you, if you wanted it to not be a children's show, you would have made it not a fucking children's show. Exactly. Like I don't understand why she insists on crossing this line. Like there's no other explanation than you're a weird fucking groomer. Like she why meant are you for trying to be a kids show? Like I know you're probably trying to get money, and you know, like adults are gonna be like, "Wow, this humor is like left in like middle school," but it's still graphic, and it makes me uncomfortable. It's just, it's disgusting. In the show, isn't there like a suspicious like uncle? Who, yeah, like, there's a creepy uncle. A creepy uncle who is like it's basically all it, it, it hints it hints at like she's being molested by like her uncle or some shit. The whole kid show. Like, yeah, and it's like, what the fuck are you guys like? what and then she's like trying to impress like guys she likes and like that like, basically deep throating ice cream and shit and it's like so fucking and weird her and character i did see it was based on a cousin yeah based on an autistic cousin of yeah. some sort which is like blow dude he fucking piece of shit like uh, 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 we found him we found the worst person one of the worst people on the internet 
This is like this blue what like Shane Dawson out of the fucking water. And I don't think like, any of like like I said Trojan horse. I didn't think this was gonna happen. But no. Honestly, I'm at this point now where I'm like reveling in all these details and just thinking, how could I have not seen it coming? Because we were kids when she first came out. Because we were groomed. And we saw her as a kitty thing. Yeah. And like, because we grew up with like Fred and stuff like that too. Fred and was just funny. He wasn't creepy. He was really funny. And he's still funny and I like his videos and I watch um, them. But like we grew up, like they were all kind of like the same feeling generically where it's like goofy, silly. Yeah, everyone's super goofy, wacky. Playing a character. Yells mostly. for no reason. Yeah, like, loud, animated, over the top. Things that can be translated well over a camera but like in a more personable format. So you get to have and cultivate this nice parasocial relationship. And you're just like, oh, part of my routine, I'll come home from school, like watch a little video, like watch Lunchtime with Smosh. Yeah. Also shout out to Smosh for getting back I together. actually just watched an episode of Lunchtime with Smosh just to it bring me like, back. I, I want to go back to the archive. They're so funny. They are really funny. I love But them. it makes me sad thinking like they weren't happy doing it. And, like, you can kind of, in some episodes, you can really tell, like, Ian doesn't want to be there. I know. I was like, oh, I just love him so I love them so much. Yeah. But there was um, some things that had arised. I think this one is kind of benign, but that's my opinion, so feel free to disagree with me. But the whole, like, everyone thought she did blackface. Yeah. But, it, I mean, looking at it, it does look green. So they took a photo of her doing the single ladies bit wearing like, it was just like a really, really ill choice. Like it was a stupid choice to like do that. But like the first song they did, she followed it up with single ladies was a song from Wicked with one of the stars from Wicked. So she had her face like loosely painted green, but obviously the pigmentation is so dark. It doesn't like, it looks like, you know, it looks like a messy minstrel show a little bit. Yeah. So I, I get that. I get that. But people and this is all just alleged clearly but um and a former employee on her show um acknowledged ballinger's lack um, remarkable lack of boundaries and racial insensitivity so she said that i recall um so they said i recall overhearing her once brag that her creator was being canceled for saying the n-word and if you think she went with n-word instead of hitting that hard r then you haven't been paying attention yeah and that she would never be stupid enough to get caught doing something like that. And Ballinger also allegedly insisted that she have like limited people of color background actors because they're distracting, allegedly. She also allegedly um, was in an Asian food market and it was gonna be redressed as a bodega for the show. And they all watched Colleen's disgust as she demanded assurance that all this quote unquote Asian shit would be removed before filming. Um, and also, in 2020, she did apologize for it, but Ballinger and her sister were impersonating Latina women in a skit that even Ballinger admitted was yeah. completely based on racial stereotypes. She got caught on that like a hot minute ago. Yeah, it was a lot. And that was like the only thing she apologized for. Nothing else. Yeah. So, um, we're going to take another break, and then we have a little bit more to unpack with this that I just more information I just found. So um, we'll be right back. Hello, welcome back. Welcome back. All right, so for those that don't know, there was, so Colleen, her um, Miranda Sings character or whatever, she came out with a book and it's like, a it goes under the genre of like a biography or something. It's called self-help book. 
And um, a lot of kids bought this because, and like you can just Google her book and what it looks like. And if you want to read through the pages, you could just Google that too. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read some to you guys. Um, so first glance, it looks like a kid's book to some extent. It's like very scrapbooky. There's like yeah. fake tape, fake post-it notes printed on the pages. Like it looks like one of those like, like books you would buy from Barnes and Noble when you were a kid. Like I had books that were like fairy books. Actually, you're right. But and they had the like pockets and stuff. and stuff. I I feel like it's different because it's a person. Well, the interactive scrapbooky kind of thing yeah. was very like kid oriented at the time because I did have a lot of those kinds of books as a kid. Like just they're more Egypt and nerdy books, but like you know. Um, so she came out with her own, and one of the pages it says. That page 21, it says how to cuddle. Um, Dude, and this is damning. There's like, what, seven cutout photos in a circle of her with another man, I believe. And um, she's dressed as her Miranda Sings character. And the middle, it says, it has like a handwriting. And it says, cuddling is important in a marriage because it's when you first touch for the first time. Here are the cuddling positions. First, we have spoon, spooning. Yeah. Um, The next one we have in the womb, which is like another cuddling, whatever. The next one, we have the uncle. And in this photo, trigger warning, sorry, guys, we should have said that earlier. Big time. Um, I'm really sorry about that. Uh, This photo called the uncle, the man is just laying on top, straddling, uh, Miranda or Colleen. Like, I was talking to this a little bit. Um, we had a little break, ate some chips. <laughs> so, my issue with like, it's it's bad humor throughout the lifespan, right? But the thing about adults is that if we are for the most part like able minded, yeah. is that we can look at this and be like, it's a joke made in poor taste, but we can acknowledge that it's not fucking normal for your fucking uncle also, to be up all on you. I don't know. Sorry. Any reasonable adult, like, they're not going to think that's funny. They're going to think that's gross. Um, I think like, some adults would laugh fuck? at it because some adults, I think older generations would think it's funny. Okay. But the newbies, we have, a, we have an elevated sense of humor. So, like, we just have hard-boiled some, like, yeah. memes and stuff. And that, you know, da-da, the good stuff, absurdism. It's how we cope with our surroundings. Anyways, so on break, I was talking to Isabel, and I was saying, yeah, like, adults can differentiate and acknowledge that, hey, this isn't normal uncle-daughter behavior. That's why it's like, that. that's the joke. Like, ah, ha, ha, I don't know. It's not funny. Anyways, but children, and the same thing happened with our generation, because I God know fucking happened to me, is grooming a child consuming this material, that is normalizing grooming and, like, molestation and a creepy relationship with your uncle. Because she's basically saying, oh, he does this. It's kind of weird, but, you we know, We weren't molested by is. an uncle, just saying. We were not. No. We, no, 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 no. I love all my uncles. I, I'm on weird terms with one, but he's a dick. Um, <laughs> it's not the one you think. <laughs> the a, bomb one? Yes. Okay. Yeah. We have an uncle that was making... Uh, we'll talk about that in another episode when we do some family lore. <laughs> he like bagged on me for the degree I was getting. And then I was like, bro, at least I don't have like 17 DUIs. 
Uh, Anyways, <laughs> so, you know, we all have priorities. We went through this shit with Shane Dawson when we were little. But, yeah, so Shane, like, groomed and normalized pedophilia and sexual abuse and abuse of a minor just generally, and Colleen is doing the same thing. So putting this into print, number one, very damning, but really, really damaging to, like, that young mindset of, hey, is this normal? And she's basically reinforcing, like, yes, this is normal. My uncle does this to oh, me. Oh, ha, ha. My uncle's this a is... little too friendly. Yeah, but it's a joke. It's funny. So when it happens to you and then you feel shame and you go through the whole process of what it's like to be assaulted, uncomfortable, or just, like, made uncomfortable, like, no matter, like, the spectrum of things that could happen from a bad uncle, like, you're like, well, why am I responding like this? I'm the problem. Yep. I, this is supposed to be a I joke and I'm that. too yeah. fucking sensitive. I could see that. Because if Miranda or Colleen is joking about it, I can joke about it. It's also in her kids' show. And it is going to spread like wildfire because kids are sponges. I remember everyone quoting Shane Dawson. And I was in fucking elementary school. Like, people watch him. He had the fucking Millie puppet exactly. that was supposed to be Ugh. oriented, like, as a child. And yeah. he was explaining sex. And the puppet was sharing illicit conversation details like like as if it were a child with that like innocence there has to be a boundary set somewhere where it's like this isn't raunchy comedy this is you continuing the cycle of abuse you may have experienced from like vicariously or from yourself personally you do not have the right to do that this is not funny this is not humor this is not comedy like this is harming generate like you're our generation, like generational trauma right now. Well, like, just a side note, our generation and, like, the people a couple years younger, we grew up with, what, these are millennials, I'm guessing, yeah. So, like, with this group of, like, millennials, essentially on YouTube grooming, we have Onision, who oh I know a, grabbed, a couple of girl. girls that I know, they were in that timeline, and we were in the Shane Dawson one. So Onision was for the younger groups. I knew of Onision. I just didn't... I thought he was weird. And I was like, that's weird. It, they're the same group of, like, um, the age group of, like, the Five Nights at Freddy's kind of mm -hmm. thing. So just a couple of years yeah. younger than us. So crazy how but, fast information And changes. if, you know, Onision, he's been long gone, if you want to look uh, him up. Technically, he's... he's He released another He book, was a predator. We don't need to talk about it. He is a predator currently. Um, but He's just a horrible person. I'm just saying, like, we, this generation is the kind of the first of its kind where it comes from um, YouTubers just doing a weird mass, like, inappropriate behavior towards, like, minors. And, like, I, this is, like, the first time that we've seen this because, like, we lived in a very weird um transition period from when we were little we had flip phones and then up to you know we understood youtube was just up and coming and yeah like this was new this is entertainment kids are sponges yeah we're going so, to repeat and like to the point where we start to believe whatever you're saying whether it's a joke or not we it's how we like adapt to the world around us we like just emulate and, other people especially people we look up to because of their power and their age and a lot of you know uh, some a lot of us growing up, we were taught to look up to adults and, you know, stuff Respect like that. Respect our elders. And then we're not so, getting into a stranger with someone in their car. We're just getting into a chat room. Because we obviously like I'm not blaming any of these parents for not understanding it's Miranda Sings or Colleen. And I'm not blaming our parents because no, they didn't fucking know. We they were never trained like how our generation is being trained on yeah. how to handle Internet safety for children. 
um, because that wasn't around when they were kids. It so was like it's a yeah. huge learning curve like for all parents now, especially with all of this content coming out. I mean, yeah. we talk about Blippy too. Like, <laughs> look, Blippy makes good kids content. He's not a predator. He just had like a bad diarrhea video. He's which not, is yeah, he's not a predator. He's fine. Hey, but... it's modern art. Honestly. I'm cool it's with just Blippi. weird. Blippi's fine. I remember the first time I saw him, though, I was like, this man's done something bad. And, and when that did. happened, I, like, showed uh, my friend, and I was like, other oh, shoes just dropped. And he's like, why are you gossiping about a child content creator? And I know. I'm like, he is so bad. Um, And another page from, I'm not going to say Miranda sings. I'm using her name, Colleen. Colleen. There's no alter ego. They're the same fucking person. So, Colleen, in the other page, it has a photograph of like a shed in a backyard and then like a, it, the, also the handwriting is very childlike yeah and, it's um, one of those things where you like hold the marker with like like a toddler like a caveman like yeah if you google the book or um if we put photos up or some sort like from this like yeah, on our instagram we can do that um the hold the handwriting it. is very childlike though yeah. like it's but so this has a photo of um, the shed in the backyard, mm -hmm. and above it, it says uncle's house. And it says underneath that, very private place where you can play with your daddy saddle. Excuse me? It says you can play with your daddy saddle. What the fuck does that mean? We can only hypothesize. Only fucking imagine. Yes. Um, and right next to it, it says, it looks like it was a, like a photocopied. Um, like post-it note mm -hmm. in children's writing and marker says, do you, <clears throat> says, do you want, how much money do you have? What diseases run in your family? Types of yarn. Do you mind genital warts? What? What is this page? Even is, about? is genital spelled properly? Yeah. So that's really funny because she misspells everything like a child everywhere else in the book. She couldn't spell cuddling properly on the last page. So, but she could very well spell genital. Just a little detail there. So that's what this page. Well, I don't. So it looks like this was like pasted on there. So maybe this is from her uncle's shed. You understand? Yeah. So it's so maybe, like that was this posted kind of in. Is different. Okay. So what we're looking at here, the. The story of this book, the post-it note, could have belonged inside of this make-believe shed of her uncle's. Which doesn't make it better. Like, it makes it also worse. Um, the next oh page. Um, and we've probably seen this on social media. I've seen this a couple times. It says, it. how to draw a hot dog. And the first one is, you know, like a cylindrical shape. Then she fills it in. And then she puts the bun. And then it starts looking. Um, Very like a Georgia O'Keeffe painting. Looks like It a looks gash. like a vagina. Looks like a vagina. And then it says add relish for step four. And it looks like not relish. It looks almost like hair. That's disgusting. Yeah. And then she keeps adding on to it. And then at the sixth, it says do not eat. So it looks like a vagina. Yeah. Um, uh, and then the next one is very childlike still. It says drawing. Why? Is it says a fucking book? drawing is another good talent to have. As Who published this? Well, like as if like this is something a child would write. A drawing is another talent I have, right? I know, which is why I'm saying and this then is it like has a Trojan horse steps grooming. Steps to making a stick figure. Not the jump scare. What the fuck? And then there's um 
it, there's a little line penis drawn on step four and then it gets scribbled out at the end. And then here is how to draw a person. And she misspells here as in hearing and not here is this. Um, but she could spell genital properly. apparently. So. Or the uncle. The uncle, know. of course. Um, and then the next one is like more recipes and it's a single picture of a hot dog. Um, and it looks, it's just all children's writing. And then the next one is her spilling a white substance that says tuna salad all over her face and into her mouth. Um, put both in bag, squeeze in mouth is the instructions. Yeah. Um, and then she, it says, be sure to tweet with hashtags and it's just stuff. Her tweeting from the Miranda Sings account. I ruined my panties. What the fuck? Sticky parts are on my skin today. Not my fault. I love a sturdy crock. It's just... It's mind-boggling. It's just not... Uh, and then there's a pie chart. <gasps> yeah. There's a pie chart in here, and it says, pie chart of my workday. So it says, look like I'm working. Snacks, big part, potty. Picking, what does that mean? We don't know. Resting eyes, the smallest one is work. Another big part is eating. And then this moderately piece of pie says, massaging boss. Now, what in the fuck is this doing in a fucking kid's book? Well, she said this wasn't mean for Ken. Well, she fucking lied for data, like for real. Um, and then she has a page dedicated to social media. Social media is a great place to take misspelled pictures <laughs> of your food, poke people, make people jealous, and brag. See examples below. And there's more pictures of phallic-looking objects. Mm -hmm. And her, what looks like maybe kneeling over or teabagging a baby doll. Oh my fucking god. Um in as the Miranda Sings character. Yeah. Um also this next one really shocked the fuck out of me. Um like I feel like it would have been funny back then. I don't I was think also so. a fucking kid. Um so this page says good sleep is good. Try these good sleep positions to sleep good so these photos are in like a green sepia tone whatever they look like they were taken on a polaroid it looks like it was oh night vision camera that's what it is so like you've seen in like scary movies how they put on night vision camera that's what these look like yeah like, par like and it looks like somebody is gradually sneaking into her fucking room the first one you see the doors mm -hmm. and it gets closer to her face and her sleeping in her bed and the bottom writing says pictures my uncle took to show how I sleep. Um, which is so fucking upsetting. Um, I've seen people on social media that are throwing away this book and they were like, I got this as a gift along with t-shirts when I was a kid because I was a big fan of Miranda and they kept it all this time, I guess. And they were just digging through their attic or their closet and they noticed they have this shit and they're the ones that are starting to leak these photos of the book. Good. Because now as adults, they're looking at this again and they're like, what 
the fuck was I reading as a kid? And I feel like it should also be commented on that when you are like a child or a teenager, that psyche, I've said it before in previous podcast episodes, but it, it your world is so small. So everything means so much more and everything is so much more intense. So like, it's like, you know, how you have your first relationship and you like, you put the blinders on for them. When you are in situations like this, even like, like whether you're talking to Colleen or just like enjoying the content from a distance, you're going to put your blinders on and laugh at anything she says because you're a fan. And as an adult, we're able to, and maybe some like smart kids or teenagers are able to like relinquish, like not give those people that control over them and just objectively be like, I don't, don't know about this. This is, yeah. Um, The next one... And, like, I haven't seen some of these now. We're getting into ones that I didn't look at. This one just says, getting older. As you have read, babies are useless until they get older. Eventually, they will become toddlers, or I like to call them slaves. This is the time where you can have them do things for you. Um, she sure had a lot of toddlers in her group chat. <laughs> Like, dead ass. I just, like, you have three kids, bitch. You really want this? Like Also, she made them do work on pain, huh? Oh, um, yeah. I love the kids, too. Um, so, it's just... And this, this is a series of photos of her at a children's playground. There is... It looks like... Oh! Those are kids. And those are kids in the photos. What the fuck? Who's One is touching these? her feet in the first photo while she sits on a slide. Uh, it says how to play at the play- playground. Tiny hands are good for sand picking. And there's a toddler holding like, Colleen's foot. This is kind foot. of benign, but I don't think a kid should be. Um, kids can't push you high enough to get scared. Kids can catch you on the slide. Um, oh my god, that's a child on a leash and her riding a child. <gasps> um, this is the next page. It says fun activities. Sometimes you have to do... Things with kids, these few activities can be fun for you and your children. Um, hide and seek. Have your kid hide and then, I don't know what, and then do something. Do something else while they are distracted. And this child is underneath um, a recliner. Um, the next one is playing dress up. You can have them dress up as a dog or a homeless um, that photo is a child on a leash crawling on the sidewalk. Uh, the next one is play horsey. Looks fun, right? And she's riding what looks like a child toddler. <laughs> um, so, super great. She spelled dictionary as D-I-C-K. Oh, my God. Um, that was on purpose. Um There's hair in the book. Um, how to get pee out of panties. What the fuck? Pee the rest of it, hide them, white out, put them in the sun, take a bath in them, toothpaste, wear it till they dry. Um, that's... Like, people had... I'm seeing comments on this and like obviously people had to fucking approve this book 
to write or can someone self-publish? People can self-publish books, but does that still have to go through an editor or a company? So I think you can self-publish without an editor. You can just do it on your own. You don't have to go through the official means, but I do think this was like legitimately published. But we can Google the book to see who it was published by. What was it called? It was called like a... Like self-help? Yeah. Uh, it's just... Let's look up their publisher here. Uh, Gallery Books. Um, okay. I've never heard of that publisher. Wow, it's 1.55 pounds. Don't let anyone let Colleen know. She's going to fat shame the book. It's 240 pages of that shit. What the fuck? <laughs> That's oh my god. Wildly. I hate that so much. Oh, it looks like she came out with another one called My Diary. Um This shit's just disturbing i have no words for it um man oh people are selling it on ebay now there's i see a lot of ones for ebay um <laughs> i don't know this shit's just i mean like i don't understand how you can make the excuse saying that it was for children when it's quite like when it wasn't for children because it's quite literally your character was marketed towards children again i don't i don't know what kind of adult would purchase something like this honestly right am i am i right for that i don't know what kind of adult would Someone just like that's her. that's funny? Okay. Someone as self-deluded, maniacal, and groomerish. I just don't. It's it's shocking. I'm still kind of like trying to digest. Because a lot of those pages I did not see. Um, from when people were leaking those pages to people. And like posting their books. So... Um, I might post some of them on Instagram as like a reel or something or just a main post um, just so some of you can get an idea of it. Um, we're going to go take a quick break mm -hmm. and uh, we'll be back shortly with some, you know, little different news because we'll be black. Hopefully, hopefully this might I hope to God this is going to be the last fucking calling shit that. It is nice to have content, but... <laughs> Fuck. I don't know. That's, I'm so tired of her. She is... Trash. Scum of the earth. It's awful. Um, we'll be right back in a couple minutes. I'll see you guys. All right. Welcome back. Um, so I just found this... I remember I saved a video yeah. that um, Colleen put out, and it was... Uh, like the secrets of her self-help book that we were just talking about. And remember how I was reading a page that was talking about a hot dog, how to make a hot dog. So this is audio from, um, of, this is Colleen speaking about this part. So in this book, 
There's all these little secrets. There's a mistake on this page. Um, how to draw a hot dog. There's a mistake. And I'm really bummed. There's a mistake on every page, but there's like truly a mistake on this page. So it teaches you how to draw a hot dog when it's supposed to look like a vagina. The fifth step is to add ketchup. And I wanted ketchup on the page, but we forgot to add it. And so, cause I wanted to look like a nasty vagina with blood on it because I'm a pervert. And there we go. That's the jail. <laughs> that straight up came from her fucking mouth. Like that was a video of her it's just, saying that. It's like just infuriating, honestly. I'm so fucking tired. Like, even though I said, yeah, it's content, I am really tired of not talking about stupid, goofy shit. I miss it. Yeah. This is let's talk so about, fucking heavy. Let's, let's talk about some goofy shit then. Okay. So this is actually kind of upsetting too. <laughs> oh, fuck. You're like, someone died. <laughs> I died last week and I got uh, cloned. Anyways. Oh, fuck, dude. So they did like a survey. Okay. What is it? Um, so... Wait, also, we're not trying to make light of everything. We're trying to cope. We're trying to... We just talked about such heavy shit that we're going to just transition... Palette cleanser. ...to something that, you know... Yeah. ...will make us all feel just a little bit more okay for what's happening right now. Yeah. So, go ahead. So, travel website and flight aggregator Kayak recently asked 1,000 travelers across the U.S. and Canada their thoughts on flight etiquette. I don't fly a lot. I don't like planes. I'm okay with being do doped up and put into the depressurized cargo part. I don't care if I freeze to death. <laughs> Let it happen. It's how Bella wanted to go. Who's it's Bella? how I want to go. Swan. Oh, what the fuck? Oh, like when she turned into a vampire? Yeah, I remember she said she would rather like. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And that was so real of her. Anyways. <laughs> oh my God. So, <laughs> the survey found an almost even split opinion whether it's okay to take off shoes at any point during the flight. 56% believe shoes must stay off. What the off fuck? For the flight's entirety. 56%? Keep your fucking dogs covered, dude. I did not go on the plane to experience turbulence to right. see your toes. Here's the thing. If you're going on the plane, maybe you're wearing some socks with sandals or sandals. Keep those dogs covered. Well, like, if they're already wearing open-toed flip-flops. Socks! Your feet are out, okay? You don't, you, don't have to, you don't have to slip the sandals off more. No! They're, you're already letting them breathe. Dude, one time I was waitressing and fucking customer took their shoes off. What I was the so, fuck? Bro, it happens often. I was so fucking, like, disturbed. I had to run back into the kitchen and hide. Oh, my God. I was like, it's dogs. You brought a dog into the building. Did you play, like, the song, like, Who Let the Dogs Out? Like, <laughs> Well, now I should. Yeah. Um. So that's really fucked up. And if you guys think that's okay, you're a little too comfortable on airplanes. And I think- Maybe should, don't listen to our pod. <laughs> and maybe you should get a healthy dose of anxiety so you can actually have boundaries. Because my boundaries are about 500 miles away from a normal person's boundaries because I have anxiety. But I'm always safe. I've seen videos of people like that take their shoes off and they're like, it's from the other passenger's point of view. Because like, you know how there's like that, like on the armrest, has there's like a little gap between the seats. Oh, yeah. So it's one of those. And they put their like toesies like 
up between the gap and like the person that's sitting in the fucking chair in front of them like toe and they were like filming the dogs like out if a a toe raised my arm on a flight it would come off (laughs) i would take it with me dude i would turn around and go and i would just rip it like a chump yeah or i might bite i don't know the chompers go wild when i'm upset just pinch their leg hair like pull it out Okay, so 44% thought slipping them off for comfort is occasionally acceptable. Look, if you need to readjust and reposition, that's fine. As long as your dogs are covered at some fucking point. If you're wearing, like, tennis shoes and shit, too, please don't take your fucking, your, you your stanky feet. You sweatshop in there, You honey. got stanky shit. The working connection, conditions are awful in your little sketchers. Why would you want to be on. so vulnerable? Also, like, what if, like... Have boundaries. Be anxious. What if I do an not emergency want to be happens with anyone? And you gotta, like, get up and go. You gonna put your shoes on first, you Oh, dumbass? my God. It's like taking your glasses off. Like, oh, there's a thief in the house. I can't fucking see. Yeah, that shit's what fucking... What the fuck? Keep your fucking shoes on. What if the plane crashes and you're over here? And guess what? I'm not saving you because your dogs were out. I'm gonna fling you out that aircraft by you're your You're going dogs. out first! <laughs> fuck. So, a further 20% see nothing wrong with going to the plane's lavatories in just socks. Oh my god, that's gross. You I should know, never go that to floor a has got to be a Petri dish. Never go to any public restroom with no shoes. You are going to get trench foot or I'm some shit. I'm just like wondering what the hell is life like for everyone else who doesn't have anxiety. Because I get anxious just or going just to like the airplane maybe bathroom. maybe common sense though too. Because I'm like, whoa, I'm in the sky. Like nope. on my way down the aisle. And then I get in there and I'm like, what if I sit down and then accidentally flush it and it like takes my intestines with it the toilets are so scary because they're so strong so i'm like oh my god what if it prolapses and just like snakes all my intestines in well it's covid related so when my friend neil bent over (laughs) okay um 76 percent drew the limit at taking off one's socks by deeming it inappropriate okay that's slay but it needs to be higher i don't care if it's the majority 76 percent is a c yeah so in college, it's failing. <gasps> 26% of survey respondents believe putting long hair behind one's backseat or headrest is A-OK. No, what the fuck? That's not your space. You don't own the seat. People eat on that tray, and if your hair is... That's disgusting. Also, why would you want your hair to cl- like touch anything on the if plane? I'm, if, I'm seeing, if I'm seeing your hair draped over the back of that seat in my food and shit, or like on my little like laptop that I'm probably watching videos on, I'm putting gum in it. I'm putting gum in your hair. Slay. Straight up. Like, I, I will I, I laugh have to. and watch and then bring scissors out and cut so, your hair off. Yeah. And then take the chompers out and go to town. Yeah. Anyways, um, so the debate around crying children on flights. So you can't help it. I know. I'm like, the kid needs to go with the fucking You got to transport the child one way or another. I know. What, what do you want to do? You want to leave him at home alone? What the fuck? Just take the baby with you. Anyways, 26% respondents said it's never okay to bring a baby aboard a flight. So when That's high. So I argue against that. When we were babies, when I was two years old and Malin was like six months old, our yeah. mom um some our dad moved out to where we live now from ohio Mm -hmm. and to you know get the house situated and everything and then our mother had to fly with solo both babies a toddler and an actual six month old on this plane by herself to come out he don't blame my dad he was working hard out here i'm not saying that he left her high and dry but like no 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 he he was was driving our uh the family dog yeah cross country it was it was a team effort yeah but 
my mom had no other choice because you can't have like just babies in the fucking like it was it's country like we live on the other side of the country now yeah so it's like what are you gonna do drive alone with two fucking kids yeah and a no. dog and, and a six month old six month old that you're probably still breastfeeding like that's true yeah there's all so these issues mama needed to be there yeah. and the quickest way to get babies out here is like a four six hour flight or whatever yeah so it's a, i mean four hour flight that's fine. kids kids have to kids have to be with their moms or their dads on these flights so i and will never like, complain about that it's one of those things where it's like it's almost only as bad as you make it like Just you put complain. earbuds in jackass like, like the kid's not gonna stop crying because you're annoyed or you're complaining they're crying because their ears pop most of the time and like, they don't understand why their ears are popping let a baby cry yeah like i i hear it i'm just like go off queen let us know you know what i mean like yeah. i'm just gonna hang out and be well, chill actually, or ignore it whenever i hear like a baby crying on a plane i'm like oh their ears pop for the first time because like that's a new experience and they're probably like what the fuck like <laughs> Something's in my ear. It takes everything in me not to have My brain's exploding. takes everything. By the way, me and his are drinking coffee. Oh, yeah. So we're We should probably do that from now on, huh? Yeah, we are. We're up. It is 6 p.m. It's almost 7. Anyways. So, what is it? Another one. But 74% people thought that view was harsh. Like, they should be able to bring babies Yeah, bring that baby on. I don't give a fuck. I saw a video of a couple with, like, a... New, like a newish born uh, I don't know how old it was but they brought candy bags with notes attached saying um I'm sorry if we cry and the candy bags also contained a separate plastic uh, plastic bag that had earplugs and they handed those out to every other passenger on the plane mm-hmm. and I thought that was really sweet though yeah but they're so, not supposed to do that you know it's fine so some unacceptable plane behaviors so these are all like voted the most of the majority were against it like the most heinous clipping or painting one's nails 92 oh, yeah, percent are against smell it is that awful. means eight percent people are out there and well we don't know out. okay clip what the fuck are you doing clipping your fucking nails on I a don't plane no maybe you can file your nails as long as it's a it's a quiet filer you can just do a little touch up here and there file it don't bring those dogs out don't yeah don't file your toenails i'm talking about your hand nails i'm gonna do an acrylic set on a plane oh my god and then also like for nail polish (laughs) dude like what if someone's allergic next to you and they start puffing up like a motherfucker like Like, it's like the same don't wear strong perfume and don't put perfume while you're on a fucking plane yeah so another one is taking up overhead space with coats and other smaller items i agree 70 30 percent people said what like they agree like yeah, like yeah that's yeah. wrong okay and then bringing smelly foods aboard 92 percent view this as unacceptable what's a smelly food so they were saying tin fish iraq like like oh okay they were like it's just like complicated because personal and cultural views on what smells tasty but yeah, um, but they then they go. I'm on. not gonna bring an egg salad sandwich on a fucking plane. That shit stays. This is what's funny because I like the visualization of this. Okay, so they also did a poll of like the appropriateness of different foods. Okay, so tinned fish, 89% said no. Fika fish. <laughs> yeah, fika. <laughs> um, hard boiled eggs, 74% were against that. Yeah, makes and sense. And this is just I would. I wouldn't complain. I would laugh my fucking honky ass if I saw this. And there was turbulence. A rack of ribs. Who the fuck is allowing a rack of ribs? Dude, I would laugh my ass off my whole life. Dude, imagine like... The turbulence! And they're like, whoa! Like, imagine... sauce everywhere! You're sitting... You got like... Let's say like you got the, the window seat. You got that nice window seat. And then you get a wonderful person that sits in that middle seat. And you're like, wow, everything's fine. 
and then they go into like they're like they pull out their like um their tray table yeah and you're like oh you know you're, you're listening to your music watching your show or whatever on the plane yeah looking out that nice window and then you get like a little smell and you're like what is that and then you turn over to look and they're like pulling out like a to-go box from like their backpack or some shit and they just undo that just fucking the sauciest ribs you've ever did see i would and they're fucking shit there, my pants and like we don't, I don't to say. they don't give us like napkins straight up on airplanes so this mm. that motherfucker must be going in that's that's why he covered has, he's an in, extra coat for this this person's covered in rib sauce he brought like on their face bags. he's wiping on his sleeve and shit oh like, my god he goes to put like when there's turbulence he they go to put their hands on like the 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 armrest so like to hold on to it and it's covered, covered in, in like in like rib sauce and they're like you shaking the bathroom and there's like a uh, handprints of rib sauce there's just rib the sauce like it's everywhere. everywhere like it's on the floor it's like a snail trail well that would be really fucking smelly hey man they grab your shoulder they're like covered in do rib you, sauce. yeah they like lean over to, like, are you hungry to they're tap you and they're like do you have wet wipes like and <laughs> you brought ribs but you didn't bring wet wipes <laughs> you lean over you lean over and you're like you, can i get one of those like so Let me get one of those ribs funny. you got. Let me get God one. God damn it, spirit! And he's taking like the bones and like he when he looks around and then he shoves them under his seat real quick. Bro, so like he's that just is, like, like the funniest fucking visualization he, he's, ever. He sucks them like dry and then like so they're nice and dry bones. He just he just shoves them or like <laughs> he, he just keeps throwing them see, behind wait, him every time the plane moves. It goes. This passenger, back. this passenger sees you have an open purse and so he thinks you're not watching him and so he sucks these like bones dry and then he does like a little glance and he just slips it into your purse. <laughs> Like the li- <laughs> I like the visualization more of it, him like them putting it on the floor. It all like so that all the like every time it like, just goes straight back. Yeah, to the so next there's person. just like an accumulation of bones at the bottom, like back of the. There's plane, a toddler the end of the playing flight. with like a bone, like, like mid flight, like just doing a drum solo. People are freaking out, not knowing where bones are coming from on this, the flight. The guilty they, they person look like is they, covered in barbecue. They sauce. look like they've been preserved because this guy like licked them clean and shit. Like he brought a tub of like leech. Holy to shit! Like just processing um, bones on the plane. Did you want to bring up anything? Um, oh, speaking of planes, there was a lady who... You've probably seen this on Instagram. I don't know. I can't find her fucking name anywhere. I can't find anything about this woman. Maybe she's in the witness protection program. Um, and I don't know... I, I, Maybe she's in the princess protection program. And I also... I have, like, such, like, whatever information on this. I don't have the name of the flight. I know they're going we to... We know shit, but it is interesting. I know they're going to Orlando. Orlando! Um, but this lady, as soon as they, like, the airplane was not in the air. It just did that thing where it pulled out of the, like, the bay, the docking bay. And is it was, that what that's called? I don't know. I'm just saying. You know what it is. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm Terminal? talking about? Yeah. Okay. So it's pulling out of that. And it starts to kind of make mosey down the runway. And then she gets up. And she is, like, screaming. And she's saying, uh, this is a quote. You can say whatever you want. I'm telling you, I'm getting the fuck off, and there's a reason why I'm getting the fuck off, and everyone can either believe it or they cannot believe it. I don't give two fucks, but I am telling you right now, that motherfucker back there is not real, and you can sit on this plane and die with them or not. I'm not going to. Um, everybody in the video turns around turned and like was like who the fuck isn't real and like and any generation that I'm grew up so interested so there's speculation so some people were saying she was saying the flight attendant wasn't real because some people were saying she was accusing of uh some 
black guy stealing her AirPods. What? So that's some people were saying that from the flight. They were like, she was accusing some black guy sitting next to her stealing her AirPods or something. And then okay. I was like, why would she say someone's not real? Yeah. Um, and she, some people were like, yeah, she was saying that to the flight attendant who was asking her to like, you know, tone it down kind of a thing. Um, some people are specifically targeting somebody in a green hoodie. And there's, I've seen so many screenshots and stills from that video that are blurry of this poor kid sitting with a green hoodie on, Aww. just side eyeing this lady. Like, who the fuck is, like, what's happening? And so, like, this kid or a young person is just all over the internet right now as being like a shape because people are like are like it's a, she saw a shapeshifter she saw a ghost of someone who died like all kinds of shit people are saying that she is drunk because they saw her sitting at the bar in the airport before they boarded which like i thought you they didn't let people board who are drunk i don't think she, she i don't think they do she didn't look that drunk and she me. she honestly just sounded she didn't Very sound upset. belligerent she sounded scared she sounded like traumatized like, like she sounded thing I was very getting. scared yeah um and like she could just be having a panic attack maybe yeah. she doesn't like flights you know but like it's a weird thing to say that somebody is not real on a flight and a as someone who has personally seen final destination i have not don't it'll okay. hurt your ocd and everything uh, else okay um but like in like I'll just explain to you the scene of the airplane. Uh, he has the main character. He has a dream that, uh, or I don't know. If it's not like a, maybe it's a dream. I thought it's been a long time since I saw it, but basically they're all like these high school students or whatever. They're supposed to go to like, I think France for a trip or something. Yeah. And so he's like, it shows him on the plane and like, he notices like the latch to his like fold out table breaks, I think. Okay. And then he starts getting, like, a fucking feeling. He's like, we all got to get off this fucking plane. We got to get off this fucking plane. Um, he starts freaking out. And so, and then a jock and a couple other people start, like, getting in his face. And they're like, what the fuck is your problem? We're all trying to go have fun. Teachers are getting involved. Those people remove themselves from the plane. They're, okay. they're removed. And then this little goth girl is like, well, I got a weird feeling, too. Now you freak me out. So she follows them off. And they're all fucking arguing. The staff, the teachers, the students, they're the ones that came off the plane are arguing. The plane in the background is taking off and fucking explodes midair. So like it's I don't like that. I think he I think he dreamt that and then something else happened. Like I said, it's been a long time, but the plane did end up exploding and those people died. And oh. so like the whole movie is like shit like that. They're escaping death. So basically like just how I think I live my life. Yeah. My yeah. So it's like a really tough movie, but anyone who's seen that, that was on that flight. So that flight, inevitably, everybody had to get off that flight. And I think she saved everyone's lives. Yeah. Like in the real life, everybody had to, everybody on that fucking plane had to get off of the plane. It's not very slight for and, their schedules, but and, she may have saved their lives. Um, they sent people on to and like inspect the plane and shit like that and stuff like that. And um, they didn't no find word. anything. Okay. Well, like also people are finding it weird because in the video um, there was it looked like a flight attendant was trying to ask her if she wants her luggage. The lady was like, no, get me off. I don't like she didn't care for any of her personal belongings. She had her purse like her purse with her and that was it. And so I'm like, if somebody's freaking out that bad to where they were like, fuck my clothes, fuck whatever is in my luggage to wherever I'm going. 
I want to get off right now. Something's going to happen. We're going to die. Something's happening. I'd get off that plane with her. I'd just straight up be like, okay, yeah, no, I'll get off actually. Yeah, I would check out. Because you're freaking me the fuck out right now. Um, But, and apparently Care Talk was on the flight, I guess. <laughs> like, So that's a little side note. A little cameo. <laughs> um, Yeah, he, Carrot Top made his own series of videos. He's looking rough now, like he always has. I mean, it's not like he's going to age well. Um. But, yeah, she, I, I guess some, to some sources, she was, like, accusing this, like, black guy next to her, saying that he stole her AirPods. But, like, she was, like, in the videos, there was nothing like that. But from some other sources, it was, like, she had her AirPods in and then they were just gone or something. But something funky was going on with this. Also, like, so, like nobody can find this girl on social media. Now that this is right. People have been trying to find this woman because the video is clear of like what she looks like, what she sounds like. And nobody's been able to find her on any social media. And usually when stuff like this happens, people are always spilling their guts on social media. There's been no videos with her in it. She has not come out. Uh, So she could be very well being like detained if, you know, we want to go the not conspiracy theory route. Yeah. Just detained for questioning and be like, you know, maybe being held for a psychiatric whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's a very weird event that's just been all over my social media that I've been seeing. And you brought it up to me and I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I yeah. have no idea about it. I haven't seen it. But yeah, it's just weird shit. Do you think she made the right decision? Well, I mean, fuck if something spooked her that bad to... Like literally leave like, all of her stuff on the flight and make a scene like that. But genuinely, even if she was like tipsy, you you're scared, she you're looked, scared. Like, well, if you're that scared, you sober up pretty quick. Yeah, that's true too. You like you get shocked enough to where you're like, okay, I gotta get the fuck out. Like true. So I don't know. I, I'm for right now, I think I'm I'm on her side with whatever. I mean, unless she think, is blaming a black guy for stealing her AirPods, and yeah, that's, that's the whole a, thing. We don't need to go down that. But route. like, if she was just genuinely like freaking out, then like, yeah, that's an issue that we have. Mm-hmm. But uh, the conspiracy theorists are going bonkers over this. I mean, it's right for the picking. I mean, I think the ghost thing is more believable than a shapeshifter reptilian being. Yeah, but it's more fun. It is, yeah. I wonder what I just want her to be interviewed. What compelled her? I don't know. I've been trying to see if I could find any updates and I haven't found any so far. No, I'm going to look around. So very, very Guys, weird. Guys, keep your eyes peeled. People might not be real. And also, if you get any updates about us, um, at us or something, like mention us. We already yeah. gave you our handles for everything. So come through. <laughs> yeah. Um, But I think that's that's what we got for that's what we got. this episode, dude. Like... Thank Thanks for hanging in there. And thank yeah. you to all of the new people thank you guys. out there. We um, love it. We makes me feel listening. scared. Um, feel free to direct message us, leave reviews. You can email us. Um, leave at, ratings, please. And go on. Oh, uh, you can email us at whitepillpinkpillpodcast uh, at gmail.com. And why don't you send us something like funny and weird? Like no, no nudes, but like please don't. Maybe like your weirdest food combination, or like what do you think a good ice cream flavor would be? And like don't send something normal. <laughs> or like you can directly respond on Spotify 
if you scroll all the way down to the bottom of the episode, reply. there is um, like a reply thing or something of that sort to where you can ask us a question and you can always like, I don't have to publish those all the time. Yeah. So just let us know. What kind of animals do you think should be bred together to make a master class of animals? What the fuck? Um, how do you think a sandwich would taste with two different pieces of bread? Like from different loaves of different types. Would that be a good situation? How many of you go home very stressed out and eat a jar of pickles over the kitchen counter like a gremlin? Okay, yeah. Or just let us know how your day's going, too, you know? Let us know who you think invented pinwheels, like the white lady snack. They have at football parties with, like, the tortilla, the turkey, the lettuce. Okay, yeah. Like, why are those there? Is anyone out there actually eating those? Let us know. Uh, yeah. But yeah, thanks, guys. Just um, questions for God when I don't meet him. Have a wonderful weekend. Weekend. Be safe. Don't do, do crime, et- no. Do drugs. Don't. Do not groom kids. Okay, yeah, don't do that one. Don't groom kids. Fucking Jesus. But have a wonderful time. Maybe take a bath, take a nap. I love you guys. Sleep in if you can. Go for a walk. Get a slushy. Ooh, slushy, dude. The I Coke wanna... slushies are good. Like I want... Slurpees. Mm, I want a pickle slushy. That'll be good. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to wrap up. I love you guys. Be safe. Goodbye. Bye-bye.